Jim Lee, Mark Wade, and Jedi Master Yoda. I guess we're talking about old people today on OK Geek. Hi, my name's Hilton Price. I am the OK Geek in question. And guys, it's just comics, a little bit of video games talk today because the big news is Jim Lee over at DC has got a new title. The president and publisher and CEO of DC Comics, the triple threat as it is. That man just keeps grabbing titles as other people are let go uh, from DC. Jim Lee, of course, taking over right around uh, just before the New 52. Uh, and when, when Paul Levitz was let go, later taking Dan DiDio's title, and now Diane Nelson, who has been removed as president. So three titles for the man that first brought us uh, the Wildstorm universe, that first was one of the forces behind Image Comics, and then to come back to DC with such amazing titles as Hush, to be one of the creative forces during the New 52 relaunch, and to consistently put out great content story after story after story. So congratulations to Mr. Lee and excited to see what the future holds. I love that Jim is one of these creators that went off on his own, uh, said F you to the system, went off on his own uh, to form Image with um, uh, McFarlane, with uh, Straczynski, um, uh, not Straczynski, that's J. Michael Straczynski ain't forming no fucking image, um, with the rest of the crew um, that formed uh, that uh, unique independent comic company and helped shake up the industry, only to later come back and lead one of the big two. Uh, Jim Lee is a true comics creator success story, and I hope, and I'm sure he, he isn't, but I hope he is remembering the different roles he's had to fill along the way and looking down to the young creators below him and seeing how he can help them. If you're not helping to lift up others when you find a place of success, what is the damn point? Am I right? Uh, but anyway, congrats to Jim Lee on his third title. Uh, a little concerned about the consolidation of roles happening over there, uh, but the consolidation and workload uh, piling on in corporate culture is not the topic for this show. Uh, we are here for the geekery, and I'm just glad to see a talented and 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 good creator uh, leading DC. Good stuff coming out of DC, you guys. I am enjoying DC Comics quite a bit right now. Uh, you know I'm a Batman guy. You know I'm jumping on Superman and action comics and really, really enjoying that new Superman run. I've had to get really in the weeds on some of the story elements there. And it's really showing off what they're doing right on the new Superman book. Uh, we're up to issue three. And we've just had a great use of the core cast. Great ways of introducing new cast. Uh, excellent job setting up plot lines down the road. Setting up plot lines just a few weeks ahead and then touching on them and still keeping the threat very constant in the here and now. It's a good book. If you're not reading Superman, jump on. Also enjoying action, a little less so, uh, and of course all the other stuff that I've been reading at DC for a while, like Batman, like Catwoman, like Batgirls, all excellent stuff. But I got a couple of new ones uh, on the pile this week. First off, after seeing Gail Simone on Twitter, raving about Mark Wade's new take on Shazam. I grabbed Shazam number one, part of the Dawn of DC relaunch, a lot of brand new number ones coming out. I am for sure already on Superman, like I mentioned. I'm going to check out Green Arrow. I'll have a review on that hopefully next week for you. Uh, going to grab the Wonder Woman um, and uh, maybe Green Green uh, Green Lantern. Uh, I don't quite know yet. Uh, Batman Brave and the Bold for sure. Uh, and then this Shazam, I was not going to grab it. I am not a Captain Marvel guy traditionally. Okay, over on Marvel, you know Carol's my girl. But uh, on the DC side, 
I am not a big fan of Billy Batson. He has felt very much like a Superman clone. And yes, I know he is not. I know my Fawcett history, but he just never grabbed me. But you guys know I love me some Mark Wade. So to see that Wade was on this book, I had to give it a chance. It's got uh, fantastic uh, art uh, by Alejandro Sanchez, um, some letters by Troy Piteri, uh, Piteri, excuse me, and then Mark Wade and Dan Mora are on the story. And Dan Mora, I don't know a ton about, but I know that I have just read good stuff from him in the past. So, and Wade, of course, is a legend. Uh, Wade's run on Fantastic Four and Daredevil are top tier. And his recent run on World's Finest, Batman and Superman, has been absolutely excellent. Uh, the uh, groundwork he's been doing uh, with Batman versus Robin and the Lazarus Planet event was excellent. And so I, I was in. I was in for this. As soon as Gail said he was on it and it was a must read, I was in and she was right. The book opens with Captain Marvel, or the Captain as he's now known, DC, just give him his name back. I know it sucks that you have a character named Marvel. We're all uh, sad and confused by it, but it's the way it is. Just let him have his name. But until you do that, right now he is going by the captain, uh, and he is. the scene opens with him riding a dinosaur, and it just gets weirder from there. And I mean weird in this fun, silly, playful way that the original Fawcett comics did back in the 50s and 60s. This is a fun book. This is a book full of whimsy, uh, to quote a review I think I saw over on Bleeding Cruel, uh, Bleeding Cool, excuse me, and to quote Mr. Michael Scott, it is full of whimsy and uh, it, in the best possible way. This book reminded me about the joy of being a kid reading comics, so that is fun. Uh, the cliffhanger is a little weird. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it. I think I'm on for number two. It's really going to be a game time decision for me. But if you need a new book to read, this is quality and will continue to be quality. The only reason I'm not 100% jumping on is because my pull list is so long, you guys. It is way too long. It is partially way too long because I did add another series to it this week. I grabbed uh, Peacemaker Tries Hard number one for a friend, honestly. Um, I was a big fan of the Peacemaker series from James Gunn starring John Cena. It is one of the best uh, adult television shows out there. And I, I just mean adult because of the violence and language. It's not like dirty. Uh, I, I mean, it might be a little bit. I don't remember. But it's a great show. It's funny. It's witty. It's got a ton of heart. And it really redeems uh, the Christopher Smith Peacemaker character after his villain term in The Suicide Squad. Great show. Uh, but so obviously after that, Peacemaker is on my radar. I wasn't going to read Peacemaker Tries Hard because comics Peacemaker just still didn't really have much interest for me. But I've got a buddy. You may have heard of him. His name's Michael Zampino. He's my co-host over on Opinions Like A-Holes. Also a big Peacemaker fan and, and only a limited comics fan. So when I saw this on the shelf, I'm like, let me grab it. I'll give it to him. It'd be a nice uh, little thing to show him some more Peacemaker love. And I'll read it along the way just to see what it's all about. I read it. I immediately signed up for the whole damn run. This is a great book, you guys. This is funny. This is comics Peacemaker, but tinged with enough of TV Peacemaker that you still get the same kind of attitude in the art. He's definitely drawn a little bit more like Cena, and you get the same sense of heart that you get from that book. This is a flawed person, but a flawed person trying to do better. Very cool book. I am on board. Uh, Kyle Starks is on the writing. Steve Pugh uh, is, is he also writing or is he handling? Uh, Steve Pugh is handling the art and colors by Jordi Belair. I should have known that. I'm sorry, guys. 
great book. Check it out. It's only a limited five or six issues, so you're not stuck on it forever. Uh, you know who's been around forever? Uh, Jedi Master Yoda. Uh, we're going to tip over to Marvel for a little bit uh, because I almost fell off Star Wars Yoda. I, uh, I, I'm a big Star Wars guy, and the comics from Marvel have been almost top tier across the board. Dropping off the eponymous Star Wars book is the biggest mistake in comics I've made in recent years. I should have stayed on that book. But between Star Wars and Empire, I jumped off. Uh, the first run was great. The second run has, been, uh, has seemingly been great. I am so excited to go back and read it digitally. And all of these spinoff series that I read, we talked a little bit about Han and Chewie. Uh, the Dr. Afra is excellent. Uh, and this Star Wars Yoda has been a great ride as well. This current uh, arc, or excuse me, the last arc, because this one just wrapped up, uh, involved a young Count Dooku when he was still in his Jedi, uh, Jedi Master status uh, and some young Padawans. And um, my normal shop, uh, I, I didn't see a copy of issue six on the shelf, so I almost jumped off. Uh, and then yesterday, I was at another shop for free comic book day. Uh, got to see uh, our friend from the Comic-Cons podcast, uh, Young Master Jules, over there. Glad to see you. A little shout-out to him. If you're not checking out Comic-Cons and you love comic stuff, make sure you listen to the Comic-Cons podcast. And while I was there, I grabbed uh, that issue six of Yoda that I'd been missing from my shop. And um, I finished the arc. And, and I'm back on. I am back on 100% because it's a great book. And it's a great book telling young stories um, uh, stories in, in, a, in an earlier period in Yoda's life that shape what we know about him in the original trilogy. And my favorite part is there's a cliffhanger at the end of this, not for this current arc, but kind of just hinting towards something in the future from Yoda's past that really sets up some issues that I think will help shape the character. And I'm excited to read it. And I know I'm being vague. I know I'm being vague because I don't want to get into spoilers. And because if you're a Star Wars guy, or if you're just a, I always thought Yoda was cool guy, grab Star Wars Yoda. Cause I think it's going places that we want to be there for. Speaking of places I want to be, I guess places I don't want to be. I don't want to be in the Manhattan, uh, in the TMNT comic from IDW, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You guys know this is my book. You guys know that this is a book that uh, week after week, episode after episode, I am all about the TMNT, and the Armageddon game has been quite a ride. It has not been the most consistently good um, crossover ever. Uh, what should have been probably just kept in the, uh, uh, what is it, seven or eight issue Armageddon game series has spilled over into the side book, Armageddon Game, The Alliance, and, of course, the eponymous TMNT book. Uh, turning this crossover into, I'm just going to count it in front of you, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25 part crossover. That is massive. That is bold. That is, that is not something you see Marvel or DC even trying. Their main crossover, even some of the boldest crossovers, something like Final Crisis at DC, which had a, a, an extra three-issue tie-in and a, a single issue that tied in. Uh, so it, it had to be collected in the trade to really get the whole damn thing because you didn't know what parts mattered when it was coming out. TMNT trumps that. This is one of the largest crossovers I've ever seen, and every issue has played into the narrative. There has not been an issue you can truly skip i mean yeah you could probably piece it together context clues exist but there's something about 
the way that this has been done, where just about every chapter of, of, of these 25 chapters has had something of import. And I'm about, what, 20, 23, 22 uh, into it. I've only got um, uh, four more. I'm 21 chapters in. I've, I've only got four more to read. And I know I said a few issues back, a few episodes back, that it was okay. It's getting good. It's getting good. I'm starting to see consequence. I'm starting to see plans play out. And I'm really starting to get a sense of where the disparate groups that were set up in the beginning of this, what their roles are and how they're impacting the greater narrative. And what I mean by that is our four, our five turtles, there's five now, our five turtles are not together for the bulk of this story. Um, and they are split up. Some are working with the neutrinos who have come in from another dimension. Some are working with uh, Master Shredder back from the dead. Some are working with some of the other mutanimals. Some are working with the Triceratons. Some of them are working with Cuddly the Cowlick. And so on and so on and so on. There is a lot happening. And it is now starting to tie in together. And I'm starting to see some results. And I am very, very, very excited for where these final four issues go. If you haven't read the Armageddon game yet, jump on, get back to the beginning. If you're not reading TMNT, I have said this so many times. This is probably the mantra of this show. Read IDW's TMNT, guys. It's so good. Go back, read the Ultimate Collections. Um, you need one? I know Mammoth Comics here in Tulsa's got one uh, right on their sale table, right by the register. Go get that damn thing. I don't want to see that there next time I pop in. Tell him Hilton sent you. What else? A little bit of video game chat. Um, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom comes out next week. I have been uh, waist deep in Breath of the Wild these last few weeks, trying to get caught up uh, so that I am ready to uh, to tackle Hyrule again in a week. And I don't know if I'm going to make it, you guys. I don't know if I'm going to make it. I got a lot to do, and I still got to talk to you. And time is running out, and I may not start uh, TOTK uh, right on day one. And I don't know how I feel, guys. I don't know. I may, maybe this is a poll. Maybe maybe I got to ask you guys. Do I do I finish Breath of the Wild and then start Tears of the Kingdom? Or do I just put Breath of the Wild on hold? I beat it before. I beat it on Wii U. Do I just put it on hold, play some TOTK, and come back to it? I don't know. I don't know, you guys. I guess I don't really have video game chat this week. I just have me pondering what the F I should do. All right. I'm going to wrap it up, guys. I'm going to go play some Zelda. Okay, Geek comes out uh, every other week, every two weeks, every three weeks. I don't have a schedule like a normal person. Uh, I make them when I think to make them, when I got stuff to talk about. And uh, I had stuff to talk about this week. So look at that, 15 minutes. It's a nice tight one, you guys. All right, I'm out. Have a great day, guys.